Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, Brothers and Shorts podcast, episode number two. Um, first, on behalf of me and Max, I would just like to say uh, thanks for everyone who took the time last week to listen to our first one. Hope you uh, all enjoyed it, and um, hopefully this is the start of many more to come. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, same as Connor. I want to say thanks to everyone that did listen. I really appreciate it. And for our first podcast, I don't think we've done too well. I think I said that completely wrong. I yeah. think we've done quite well. Not too well, but yeah, no, it actually went all right, didn't it? But you know what? For, for the first one, I was maybe expecting, say, 20 listeners, something like that. And to have 42, all right, it's not the rounds of, like, your big boys, like, who had the nap. But yeah, that's no, the goal. It's never going to be, though, goal. is it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. that's the goal. We're gonna drive for them thousand plus views and listens. We're getting it. We're gonna get it. I tell you, it. we'll just manifest it. it now, and then I, we'll come back to this and say a year's time, and I'd be, hey, look, we got forty two listens on our first one. Look at us yeah, now. Yeah, no, definitely. I think if we can do it like as a continuous thing and constantly do the like, oh, it's the same as Instagram, isn't it? The more content you put out, the more attraction you get. Oh yeah, it's all on. The algorithm, as they call it, don't they? So, and it's yeah, like, exactly. it's like, uh, it's mad. So, uh, yeah, this week we're going to sort of go into stuff like how we manage uh, work and our hobby around work, um, i.e. meal timings and w- what challenges do we come across when we're in work uh, to eating meals, training, and some of the difficulties and maybe some tips which could help you going forward. So. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Because obviously, most of the people that we follow, and the same as the people that listen to this, that follow people on Instagram, majority of them are coaches or PTs. And I'm not saying that one's easier than the other. Yeah. But like, you're more than likely going to have a more structured day as like a coach or a PT, because you're probably going to do the same sort of thing every day. Whereas me and you work shift work. So we have to like fit in what we like doing around that. So I think it's probably quite nice that we do cover that. So like, really, our work dictates how our day is going to go. Obviously not our days off, because that's all re- that's all down to us. So um, me, I do, uh, I, I'm sure we touched on it a little bit last week. Um, I do two days, two nights, 12-hour shifts, and then six yeah. off. So I can't complain that the time off's really good. Yeah, it's but, all right, isn't it? Six days yeah. off. Six days off. Lucky bastard. Mate, honestly, when I say to people, they look at me and I'm like, they're like, wow, you have six days off every four. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I'm. But then you are doing 12 hour shifts, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a long old slog. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think in prep, my days started at 3 a.m. and I was up doing cardio, half three, 45 minutes shower uh, and then obviously I was backloaded food because obviously I was hungry quite a lot of the time so yeah, um, course, yeah. my my shift was so I get up at three uh, start work half five and then my first meal was around about nine ten o'clock so I was like he was proper pushing it back then yeah I was like holy shit not now like it's 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 a nice difference now. I can get up for have a shower, little bite to eat before I go, and uh, yeah, that's fresh as. I'm not like pulling, dragging ass, walking in shift. I'm like 
fresh yeah, out. See, that's the thing with prep. You do try and push your food back as far as possible, didn't you? It's a case of having to, especially when work. Well, for me, especially in work, because like, because obviously they're extended long shifts, twelve hours. The yeah. the earlier I have it, the more I'm going to be hungry later on in the yeah, day, exactly. and that's where I really struggled. Um, I try uh, towards the end of the day, John, when you're sitting and relaxing of an evening, um, and you think that's when you're obviously bored and you like think, oh, I could eat something here, but obviously you yeah. don't. But uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. I've done that a couple of times. Like, I've literally just because I'm hungry, I'm like, oh fuck it, I'll eat now. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like six, seven o'clock, my food's done, and I'm like, yeah. fuck, like. And especially, like, I think everyone's the same. You know, when you get to like that past seven o'clock in the evening, yeah, and you're just sitting down watching a bit of telly, you're like, fuck me, I'd love like a just a like you, it's just nice to have something to eat when you're watching telly, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, especially if you get like a brew and like, yeah, eat yeah, something exactly. like, oh, yeah, look at these. But that, like, the, this is what the off season sort of for now. We can sort of afford to do that a yeah, little you can bit. Have them, like little enjoyable bits. Oh I yeah, mean? I think you've got to, especially because in prep, it's it's no go at all, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but do you know, do you know what though? Like you're saying that, but like you know when you like you must have had it as well. Like I know I'm going off subject a little bit, but like you know when you finish prep, like it almost feels wrong to sit there and like have something that's like not bodybuilding like yeah. do you know what i mean like say you want a cup of tea and a couple of biscuits like that should be perfectly acceptable yeah and like my missus like Maisie actually has to say to me like fucking chill out like yeah. you're you've done your prep but like it just feels weird it's like as i'm sure we touched on it last week i'm a stickler for routine so like if yeah exactly if i go slightly off i'm like Wow, this is a bit mad. Uh, Joe, because obviously you were doing it for 22 to 25 weeks. And you, yeah. And like, obviously your taste buds get really heightened, don't they? I don't know if you found. Yeah, massively. Prep, I was like, everything tasted like Cocoa Pops, tasted like extra chocolate here. And I was like, oh, don't. It <laughs> like, I used to have a bit of like almond butter on like my yogurt of like an evening. And it was yeah. like fucking crack. I <laughs> yeah. Was like, oh my. <laughs> well, <laughs> fucking hell but it's even like perform ways flavors are good but like they, they yeah it's a new level on prep and it's like yeah they, yeah, they do didn't they I, have you tried to well, especially because like the off season like food got pushed so high before that yeah i was eating it and i was thinking like, like I, I just weren't enjoying anything like yeah you just <laughs> get used to it didn't you and yeah, then it, it just it, goes like completely role reversal, like in prep, like everything is just unreal. Something hits your taste buds, and it's like a fucking firework going off in your mouth, and you're like, "I've never tasted nothing like it before. It's unbelievable." Yeah, it's, um, yeah. Uh, I was mad, thinking I was a fucking Michelin star chef, me at the end of prep, thinking, "Oh God, these." Yeah, fucking- I know. I was trying to make my food look like as presentable as possible, like because yeah. <laughs> you, you do eat with your eyes, didn't you? Like. The, the more yeah. nicer your food looks, the, like, to me, the more I enjoy it. Like, it's my bowl of oats were, like, yeah, um, like, Michelin star oats I was doing. Mate, it worked, though, because you got me on the English muffin game, so there is oh, people mate, in the, the English office. muffins are unreal. <laughs> I <laughs> they don't know where I'd be without them. <laughs> they are the goat, you know, so, so I've got, on a rest day, I've got two in the morning, and uh, yeah. 
on a normal training day, I've got one post workout, so bit of bit of fry light on them, bang them in the toaster. Oh, so you get like, so you have like one like savory and then one sort of like a sweet treat as well. Sweet, so you yeah, get the best yeah. of both there. That's it. Yeah, so that's a good shot. It's it's all perfect, mate. So. I'll yeah, do you know what? I'm not even on them at the moment. Like my thing at the moment is sourdough. I don't know why, but like it's just. It's, I think I said, what is it? Do you know you know that Christian physique? Do you know what I'm on about? Uh, Christian Collective, is it? Yeah, the physique collective yeah. guy. Like, he, he puts stories up of his food, yeah, and it always looks banging. Yeah. And, like, throughout prep, he was putting up, like, his sourdough with, like, um, salmon and poached and, like, fried eggs and that. And I don't even fucking like salmon, but I was sitting there and, oh, my God. God, this looks good. So I said to Cam, because like once the prep had finished, he was like, is there any food you want to include? Yeah. And I was like, yes, put sourdough in there. And like, it's just been a game changer. That's my staple breakfast at the moment. That's actually gone like above English muffins for me. Oh, I'll have to give it a whirl, you, you know. Try it. Yeah, I've seen try the sourdough it. pizza the other day and it, it looked mad. Oh, that was like, banging. I was like... That was unreal. Do you what, when I was thinking about it last week, Joe, when we talked about um, off-plan meals and what would you what you go to, yeah, yeah. pizza's not not too far behind, or if on par with Five Guys, in my opinion, if it's a good one, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I've I've had a shit pizza and it's like I've been gutted, but yeah. like if you get one that's good, yeah, it's real good. <laughs> it just hits that spot. You bite anything, yeah, that's fucking nice, dog. <laughs> So. But you know what, my, like I always have my off-plan meal on a Sunday. So like straight after this podcast, I'll be yeah. like, having my off-plan meal. And today is actually a Five Guys day. Oh, Pitcher's got to go on today, haven't he? I need to see. Yeah, I know. I might have to tag you on you. Yeah, defo, defo. What you, yeah, what, what you, you go to? All us on it. Right. So I will get. I will not get one of them little cheeseburgers. You know, on the menu, it's like it says like like whoever gets little, yeah, you're a nonce. Yeah, it will be a cheeseburger and then topping wise I go for I like lettuce I like lettuce in a burger uh, oh, soggy yeah see that's the only thing like if I th- if you get it and have it straight away yes, then it's alright but like obviously I'll, I'll probably get go and walk to get five guys because then I feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like by the time you get back, because they wrap it in the foil, it does go a little bit soggy, but I still like it. Yeah. And then I'll have grilled onions. Uh I won't put tomato in a burger because oh. I don't I don't know why I'm just not a fan. It just goes a bit sloppy. It's fucking as soon as you squeeze down on a burger, it just fucking a tomato just goes everywhere. So yeah, I, I'm um, with you on that. No tomato game. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like lettuce, grilled onions. I always have ketchup and mustard. Oh, and pickles. Oh, pickles. I don't know. I'll I'm not a fan. That one. Nah. Like everywhere you go in America, um, they always put like no matter what food you're having, oh, you can have a side pickle. It's like what? Oh, really? That for yeah. It's like yeah. See, I don't normally have pickles. So to me, like, it's like a little bit of a treat. <laughs> it's like fucking yeah <laughs> oh mate it's mad but the, no, the question is though do you go normal fries or cajun fries 
Oh, Cajun all day. It's got to be. Oh, thank you. Do you know what? I didn't even know about these Cajun fries till like a little while ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I don't even know if I'd like, if I, I can. Yeah. So I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll give them a go. But I'm, I'm like, if I like something like once, I don't tend to like step away from that. Because if I yeah. get saying and it's shit, then I'm gutted. <laughs> like I had the Cajun fries and fucking hell, I was so annoyed that I'd never <laughs> got them before. Like they are unreal. How fucking long has it like been since you've never had them? Oh my god! I think yeah, like I I must have gone five guys. Let's say let's say I've been five guys twenty times. Yeah, I'd say the first fifteen times I never even got fries. I didn't even know this was an option. And then I see it on someone's story, and they I was like, "Fuck it, I didn't know you could get that. I'll try it." <laughs> and then when I got it, honestly, I could have punched myself in the face. I was like, "Oh my god, I've missed out on this for so long." I can't believe that. What? Like I, I've always seen them there, so like I've never even tried the basic fries there. So ultra ultra nonce fucking behavior is little cheeseburger standard fries. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I, you've always I, had Cajun fries, no matter what. No matter what, mate. Cajun. Oh man, day. I was gutted. Honestly, I was so gutted. Apparently, don't quote me on it, or you could try it later if you're actually going. You can actually mm. get peanut butter on your burgers in five guys, but you'd have to ask for it. Yeah, I've heard about that, but I feel like I'm taking the right piss. Like, I bet there's like probably 30, 40 grams of fat in a burger, and I'm going to whack a load of fucking peanut butter on it. I thought, oh, come <laughs> Oh, mate. I'd be like, oh, there's like, oh, I'd be, I would need to try it, you know, I swear, because we've got this burger place in Liverpool called Fat Hippo. Mate, they yeah. are the naughtiest burgers I've ever seen by a mile. Oh, really? And like, you've got like burgers with like peanut butter in mate. You can just see the fat coming off it, and I think, yeah, that's a bit of me that on and off day. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a dangerous combo. That's like yeah. fat central, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm probably going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Especially with Christmas coming around the corner. It's like, oh. yeah, I know. That's the thing I'm worrying about as well. I'm thinking, like, I'm having like, I've got like the weekly off plan now, but I'm thinking, shit, like, I'm going to go in on Christmas as well. Like, yeah. Well, I think I spoke to Cam about this on this week's check-in. Um, yeah. And what's the approach we're going at to Christmas? And he says he said to me that, that we'll probably hold where we're at, especially with food until after Christmas. So I know yeah. I know there's not going to be because obviously not. Every, I'm still get uh, I'm still getting stronger with the food and the scale yeah, weights. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to consolidate. Yeah, so there's no need for you to push. Yeah, that's it. So um, we sort of know the plan going into Christmas. I tend, I tend to have maybe Christmas Day off for me. Okay, yeah, like, see, I'm the same. I won't train like you know, like you get some people say, like, don't get me wrong, I love training, but yeah, like Christmas, Christmas to me is like a proper like family day. Yeah, well, I spend 364 days, majority or of the rest of the year. Yeah, like, give or take, like, yeah. Um, but Christmas Day is, I feel, it's the time for me to switch off. Not go mad, but switch off. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it with the family. And then Boxing Day, I'm straight back to it. So I just I just tend yeah, to have Boxing that Boxing Day pump's different as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like <laughs> chocolate pump stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> them turkey deadlifts. Them turkey, yeah. <laughs> It's just like, oh, nice. So what's your highlights of this week, mate? How's your week gone? Uh, 
yeah do you know what it's been all right like i was i spent a couple of days up in ultraflex in rotherham nice and that that was really really good but like do you know what i found tough as well is that i'm still not 100 percent post-show like training isn't quite there yet like yeah. it's, it's enjoyable don't get me wrong but like you know you're in that phase where you're not quite feeling a hundred percent so yeah. i'm I, it's and it, it like to me if i don't feel 100 percent, like it, it really plays with my mind like i don't know whether you had the same post show like so for me i had this conversation i'd say with cam like a few times and and um i said when when do you reckon we'll feel back to normal? Because it, it took me maybe what am I this week? I'm eleven or ten weeks post show. Um, yeah. I don't think till week seven or eight. Like it's mad because yeah, it took a while, then, didn't it? Yeah, for me, I, I was like um, certain sessions. It was slowly coming back, and then mm. the last one for it's like some exercises. I was like, oh. There's 50 50. I can fucking take that. I know I can. Yeah. And like in prep, you sort of can't take them because, yeah, definitely the risk of injury is higher, isn't it? But yeah, I, I, when I got to six, seven weeks, um, every every other session, I, I was like, I could just push it that little bit more. And then yeah. I think I hit legs one day because I've got banded pendulum this, this off season, which is an absolute mm. fucker. But yeah, that's a I think the squat press is worse though, because it's got like a two-second pause in the hole, and it's just like. Yeah, but you know what the worst thing is? You probably do them. You you do both of them in one session, isn't it? In one session. So I, that's like double whammy. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I'm sitting there at the end of it, and my legs are just like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, so, just absolutely battered them. And then, like normally, you've you've got a your back offset, which is like your normal say ten to twelve. Mm. But Carmen's went right. It's a ten to twelve, but four second eccentric. I was like, "Fuck you, no!" I was like, "No, that's that's like, like if you film that set, that's gonna be like a four or five minute set." Yeah, easy. And like I send them, like it's progressing like mad though. Honestly, it's oh, weird. Yeah, sick. It's like, but I don't know if if it's like that with your training plan this year. It's loads of like um, slow eccentric. Slow eccentric loading, but it's fucking making me a hell of a lot stronger. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, I've got I've got quite a bit of that in mind. Like obviously, because he he gives you the plan with the notes next to it. Yeah, yeah. But like a lot of mine is, I've got like a few like four, three, four second eccentrics, and then I've got like a lot of mine is like intensifiers. Yeah. So I'll have like muscle rounds, or I'll have like a drop set, or I'll have like a the worst one he gives me is like a rest pause up to 30 reps. And I'm like, fucking hell. (laughs) They are brutal. Like, I think I've got leg extensions, and he goes like, so it's two sets, and then on the last set, he says like rest pause to 30 reps. And I was like, get into that 30 reps. It feels like my fucking kneecaps are gonna blow through the top of my legs. Fuck. It's just ruthless it's probably why i don't fucking feel 100 percent. it's yeah yeah you're just beating the shit out of me you just so you just fucking took it absolutely on prep and then you stay back to it (laughs) yeah i find it hard to like you know like a lot of people go into like they they approach it as like a recovery phase and don't get me wrong i am yeah but like sometimes i think we can be guilty of getting carried away and 
Well, like, as soon it, as you it, get it, under that bar, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it's the same for you and, and it, as it is for me. I'm like, once I get under it, I'm, I'm fucking locked in. Like, yeah, exactly the same. Like, I find it hard, hard to hold back. And like, there's, there's, when there's a, a set there and you're like, oh, I've been told to say it's two in reverse, uh, reserve. Yeah. Fuck that. When I'm in the zone and I've, I've fucking got to take it. it and yeah, that's the hard it. part to manage. Yeah, no, it is. So, as I say, um, but no, it's quite comforting to know that, um, because obviously I mentioned that I don't feel 100%, but yeah. it's quite comforting to know that, obviously, because you prepped before I did, that it took you a while to get back to 100%. Like, at the moment, I don't even remember what it feels like to be 100%. Yeah, like, as I say, I, I had numerous conversations with Cameron, because I, I I was worried, because I not not worried, worried, but I was, like, in the back burner of my mind, I was a bit like, what the fuck's going on? Like, obviously, because it was all brand new yeah. to me. Um, yeah. But it's just your body adjusting back to the stress you've sort of took it to. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Being all over the place as well, that probably does now. I think... Yeah, that's what I think it is. I don't even think it's like... It's not like my body is like fucked or like... As in like physically, it's more like... It's a little bit mentally draining. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you just think like, oh, I wish I was like... Well, I'll have periods in the day where I think I just, like, I just don't... F- feel up to doing anything today yeah, but yeah. Like, it's obviously just like what we said last week like you don't realize how like taxing hormonally it is on you that was the biggest surprise for me that mm. as i say and it's weird it'll just come back you'll it'll be like one day and you'll be like wow something's changed but yeah because you said that to me earlier didn't you like when i messaged you during the week you was like just like you it just sort of snaps like that i was like fucking yeah. hell like really it's as as you start not picking up body fat, you know what I mean? As you yeah, yeah. put more, as um, obviously you get more food back in and you're replenishing what your body probably needs. It's, yeah, yeah. It helps with the firing of everything again. So um, as I say, it, it, it definitely just flicks. It's like a switch. It's weird. I just woke yeah, up. Yeah, it's mad. It's a crazy old game, isn't it? That's why I love it, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Do you know what? Someone said to me in the gym the other day, um, it's mad what we do, isn't it? We put on, try and put on good essential weight and then mm-hmm. take it off. Like, yeah, it's just, that, it's mad. just both, it? Yeah, and I was like, that's what the crazy thing is about it. And I, I love that, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. You are, it's, it's Marmite to people, isn't it? You yeah, are loving it, it. it. That, And that's why... Quite a lot of people don't know, but I mean, it's not one where like, um, you see it. What's the word? Um, you see them say they want to do, it, but people actually going out and doing it. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard because when when you're in that zone, you feel, you you feel like bloody hell. It's hard this, but as I say, it was it was an experience that I absolutely loved and. Hopefully, can't yeah, no, I'm the same. So, training been good this week, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, training's been yeah, really good. Obviously, because me and Maisie went up to Ultraflex, we had like where well, it's, it's the creme de la creme of gyms, isn't it? Yeah, it's it got is. everything. So, it was like 
I was just trying out bits of equipment that I don't normally get to use. So obviously it was a little bit off plan to what I normally do. I just kind of tried to match volume to my actual plan, but it was nice to like use the like Atlantis and your prime and stuff like that. So yeah, and no, our training was really good. What about you? Yeah. Um, another really good week for me, mate. Um, as I say, I'm taking every session, it's just progressions at the yeah. minute. Um, and as I said, I said, touched on earlier, we haven't changed up in probably five, six weeks now. Yeah, see, that's that perfect position to be in. Yeah, that's it. And I go in and I'm like, what I told myself this off season is I'm not chasing weight. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I'm chasing, yeah. chasing solid progressions, which is shown in form and yeah. um, execution. Um, yeah. Because I think towards the end of last off season, I, I got a bit too uh, stuck with the numbers. I was like, yeah, I've got to get more on it. I've got to get more on it. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. my form went to, to be honest, it, it went poor, especially on the hack squats. I wasn't getting like full range of motion, which is relative yeah. to me, obviously. Um, yeah. It's easily done now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, defo. And like, especially when you're chasing a logbook. Yeah, that's it. And you see the numbers there and you're like, oh, I, I need to beat that. But it's yeah. like it's nice just taking I'm taking two and a half kgs uh, with like progressions each week you know yeah, see, that's all you need to do like that's all it is like because obviously if you just if you start whacking on tens even like five sometimes like it yeah. can make a big difference and your your form will soon slip oh yeah especially say say on a hack squat for instance yeah you throw five either side, but you're sort of thinking, oh, it's only five either side, but technically it's 10, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Big jump. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I don't know, obviously it might just be me, I don't know, but you think, oh, oh it's only five aside that, but then in a the bigger picture, it's actually 10. And like, it, yeah, no, exactly. I'm not Listen, looking at it like that. If you're putting two and a half aside on, that's still yeah. five kilos in five total. Kilos. Like if you was to put on five kilos of fucking body weight, you'd not about it. Yeah, yeah, defo. 100 percent mate. So yeah, um take taking really nice progressions and physique is it's it's in a good body composition. I think it's yeah, a lot no, better than what 175 was. You still look really good. And I said to Cam, like, there's no fat going on my legs. I don't know what the hell it is. It's yeah, just like got freaky legs, I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's my <laughs> I think I don't know if you have, but I've got a session where I just think, yeah, I every session I can just fucking take that. There yeah, yeah. I can take every session there, but legs is just like, yeah, I can just go boom, switch on. Yeah, but legs is like that different level, isn't it? Do you know, like you know, like if you compare legs to push, like with push, once you hit a weight and you just know you're not gonna get that rep, mm-hmm. like like your chest will yeah. just give way, like. Well, you're, you're not going to yeah. like, with legs, you can like almost just like black out and like still get that rep. Like yeah. it's just it's, it's just it's just a different session, isn't it? It's just like yeah, as I say, if you if you're under a bar on let's say a, a flat a flat um, chest press, yeah, that's coming down on you. <laughs> if yeah, not, you know what is. I mean. Yeah, legs is, but like as you say, you can just like switch out and be like this is fucking going now yeah definitely but um yeah so a really good week um training that 
I hopefully I can I'm just trying to ride as long as possible because there'll probably come a time where maybe uh recovery probably won't go so well and then obviously you have to pull back with a bit of a delo. But at the moment I am absolutely like flying. So yeah, that's that's that. you want to keep that momentum going. Yeah, that's it, mate. So um I've got top line and arms tomorrow. So in Panata on in the Panata session, so it should be a fun one. That'd be a good one. Yeah, it's it's a good session. I, I do I do enjoy it. To be fair, yeah. you, come know, out. you know, with the top line and arms, it's actually quite nice because it's not like a it's not a session that's going to leave you feeling fucked. Nah. Like, like it's just like it's almost it is it's like a top up session, really, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. That is the whole idea of it. Is like more volume on areas that you want to bring up, but like yeah. it's just an, it's a session where you're not going to come out and think, "Fucking hell, like I need to go to bed." Yeah, <laughs> legs, i.e., legs. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. When I get yeah. over, yeah, I always get that with Paul as well. I think Paul just absolutely batters me. Paul does, but uh, yeah, it does. Even more so now because four second eccentric RDLs, and I'm like. Fuck. Yeah, see, that's a, that's a brutal, that's a brutal fucking. I'm just in the set, and I'm just thinking, wow, this is fucking. But to be fair, it's like I can already see it's paying dividends, and I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, no, it does. But uh, yeah, mate. So excited for another week of training, another week to get better. So I, I'm yeah, manifesting exactly. this off season better than yesterday. I've wrote it even on the first page of my logbook better than yesterday. Yeah. Um. When, when I finished, obviously prep and that, I know we keep going back to it, but I mean, like, mm. I, I was proud of what I'd done, but I want to sort of come back and make it, make a vengeance and bring a better version of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. Awesome that's what mm. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's me manifest this off-season better than yesterday. Yeah. I think but no you, matter what package you bring, like, even it'll be the same again next year. Even if you, you well, you will, you will bring a, an improved package. There's no doubt about it. But like, yeah. once you finish that that season again, you will be like, right, next time, I want to bring an even better package. But that's what I think separates like boys to men almost. Like, yeah. you should always want to improve. Uh, that's what that's what made me sort of fall in love with it the most. Anyway, it's the process yeah. that I love the most. Yeah, you know, yeah, going of course. in there, getting fucking strong as fuck, and then yeah. coming down and showing all all your hard work. Some people call it vanity, but or vain or whatever. But it's not. No, I don't think it is. I just, I, I, I think like I don't think, I think it really shows character in a person if you just yeah. like if you strive after like self improvement. Like oh, I think yeah. that should always that should be a goal of anyone. I think. But I, I don't know if you found it, but like ever since I started training. Mm. all my other aspects outside to say the gym and that of my life I've improved like yeah 100%, 100%. 100%. it feeds off like it's, yeah. it's mad like you feeling better just feeds off everywhere else in your life I feel so yeah it definitely does you know that that's the big reward for me as well so yeah uh, no, you definitely like I think you learn a lot from just like like just being as like a, an avid gym goer like I think you learn a lot about like yourself and that you can apply 
you can apply like intensity methods to anything like even at work like yeah. if you work harder and you want to say you want a promotion you're going to do them little one percent things every single day because you want you that want goal. That. yeah well that's it and i think you realize the difference between people like uh, there's a few times when you uh, speak to a, f- a few people and like oh why are you doing that extra bit because yeah it's ingrained to me do that little extra bit more i want to do a bit more i'm not brown nose and it's just the way i like to it makes you feel better oh yeah Yeah. so um we'll get stuck into today's topic then mate um tips and yeah we go right off subject don't we yeah yeah so now it's it's good mate it's what podcast no no no, i think we've got our subject it's still relative to like what we're what we're we're doing Yeah, so exactly. yeah, um, I'm sure a lot of people or a lot of the people listening to this work, obviously say shifts, nine to five, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. um, we're just going to speak about how we approach things. Um, so for me personally, when I work days, I try and eat around the same time as it does me off day, apart from mm-hmm. that first morning meal. Um yeah. So I, I have technically seven meals a day with, um, that's including intra-workout. So yeah, uh, obviously my routine work day is different to me day off day, but I try and keep meal time as the same just to help with mm-hmm. digestion. And um, I know I'm eating, it's not going to mess up me too much. Um, so with what I feel with work is um, if you're pr- if your preparation's good, everything else just falls into place, especially with like um log writing up your logbook or um having your your intro workout ready so that because some days my training falls on a work day. So mm-hmm. I have when I come home from work, shower, um logbook and intro workouts, they're ready to go straight away. So, yeah. um, as I say, but nights is a little bit different. Um, so for me, obviously, it depends how how busy work is, but I like to try and um, my structure of my days the same, but my food's just backloaded a bit bit longer. Mm. So, yeah, it's on the- um, so I'll probably say 10, 10 p.m., say meal six, and mm. then... My last meal, uh, I probably eat around half 12, one o'clock because I don't like eating too much into the next day. Food, yeah, yeah. Um, Cam's always said, look at it over a 24 hour period when, um, when I'm working nights. So, um, rather than say your standard, um, normal day off, um, because, uh, I think when I first joined Cam, I was I was always panicking, thinking I'm not getting all my meals in before twelve, and it was always like, yeah, yeah, it's not twelve till twelve, you know, it, you know what I mean? It, um, yeah, no, of course. That's what I had to learn. Um, obviously, with food and stuff, I try and make the meals easy to prepare, so yeah, that, yeah, exactly um, and it takes takes a lot of time off my day you know where I could be doing something else um so yeah. the only annoying thing is obviously I'm sure everyone probably has this issue is that um you have 
using a microwave to reheat food, I fucking can't stand that. Uh, yeah, it's not like, the best, is it? I, I would, I think everyone would rather like cook their food fresh. But oh yeah, of course you would. If you're, if you're at work, you've just not got that option. <laughs> so like chicken and microwave and that, but obviously each to their own. But me, I like to. I won't eat food longer than a day cooked. Like I know, yeah, obviously you've yeah. got to you've got to choose what works for you. But um, I can't bulk cook for a week because chicken, even after a day, goes a bit like gristly, and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, see, I'm exactly the same. Like you know, you see some people like will just smash their meal prep out on a Sunday, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I've got all these meals ready for blah 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 blah," and I could just grab it out of the fridge. But yeah. like it just to me, it tastes like shit after a couple of days. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like I say, each their own and that. Like, but for me, like mm. chewing on it and like it's it's the main one. Chicken, even rice goes a bit funny. I think rice yeah, goes quite like yeah, it does. And I think oh, I don't know if I'm, you're eating it and working, you're thinking fucking hell, like my stomach's churning, and I'm thinking oh, yeah, because I think like, everyone's done it as well. I've 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 probably not cooked or I've not reheated chicken properly and I have given myself the shits yeah. big time and yeah. it's a real off put to me like it's anything hard. sort of like like meat wise like I, just, I would rather just cook it there and then and then eat just yeah. because I'm, I'm a bit of a clumsy bastard anyway like if I don't re, I'm impatient as fuck as well. Like I'll put something in the microwave and I'm start going like, fucking hell, come on. Like, and I'll just take it out. And I've done that. I've made that mistake one too many times and I've wrote myself off for a couple of days. It's fucking, what it is like, our toilets are miles away. And like, cause as you say, everyone's done it. I like, mm. just know your stomach goes, whoop. And you're fucking, yeah, not right. Fucking, uh, Clenching your ass, fucking high. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible to say, but everyone has done that. Uh, and and if people say they haven't, they're fucking lying. Yeah, you're talking shit. I'm telling you now, you're talking shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, it's 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 hard to manage. Um, I I don't know what you're doing now. Do you do if it fits your macros or meal plan? Off season. I'm always I'm always a meal plan man just because oh. I'm probably like this I like what you said I'm a bit of a stippler for routine like especially like it for me a meal plan so much easier as well because if I do a weekly food shop with me and Maisie yeah she's obviously on a meal plan as well we can go right we need this 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 whack it in the trolley and then we know we're covered for the week like mm-hmm. that whole like I don't not agree with if it feels pros it works clearly like there's yeah, lots of people that definitely. do it. like to me it's just such an unnecessary stress like i don't want to be sitting there on my fitness pal going right i need to get this amount into that i'll have this blah 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 i'd rather just sort of have yeah. it with me and it's just it's to me it's like it's a box ticking exercise as well yeah. like if i've got a meal plan i'll go right yeah meal one's done meal two's done meal three's done etc etc yeah well I, i'm saying for me i, I want to I want to be going into a shop, no one getting in and out. And yeah, especially with working the long hours that I do. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't need that. Well, it stresses me out enough to like too mm-hmm. much. I don't want to be like, right, this is what I'll have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I might change it. Don't get me wrong, I could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. But for me, I, la- I want a simple life. 
Um, yeah, that's, but, that's what it's about. I think especially with like relating back to this topic, like if you do work a job like we do, yeah, then I personally would advise a meal plan just because it will make life so much easier. Like you can just take what you need with you and it will cover you up to until you finish and you go gym. And yeah. then it's it's like, like, don't get me wrong, like if I get like, obviously I don't consume all my meals at work because I don't do as long a shifts as what other people do. But like if I get home and say my last meal is like beef, rice and veg. Yeah. If I don't fancy beef, then I'll, I might swap it for like chicken and potato or something like that. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I would just rather have like a structured amount of food or type of food for when I'm at work because it, it's just what works best. And it comes back to routine again. Um, yeah, 100%. You know what you're having. You haven't got that. Or you're having day in, day out. You haven't got that added stress of thinking of what to have. Um, so for me as well, with when it comes to training round work as well. So my mm. split at the minute is two in, one off, two in, one off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two in, one off, two in, one off. Um, so obviously over that four day stretch that I'm in work, um, training days do fall between shifts and stuff. So mm. as, as within supplementation, as in like pre-workouts and stuff like that, say if I'm doing... 5.30, 5.30 as a day mm. shift. I, t- I, I tend not to have no no caffeine past two o'clock. I, I still yeah. stick to that rule regardless, just because yeah. I don't. Sleep's already affected as it is, so why would I yeah, want to add another on top of that? So I tend to go for an, a, a nootropic. Is that, that's what they call them, isn't it? So which is like yeah, 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 all yeah. of a pump product, no caffeine, but yeah. it, it gives me that laser focus too. Because to be honest, like, and I, I need something like that, to, especially after a day of work. And uh, I'm sure- Yeah, you're already pretty like mentally taxed anyway. Yeah, so like, it's just one of those things, right, I'm drinking that now, it, it can just switch on. See, if you had a caffeine pace pre-workout, say five, mm. half five in the evening. Yeah, I'm, you know you ain't going to bed. I'm bouncing off the walls and I've got to be <laughs> yeah. up again. And if you're like- yeah. Nah, no way. So me personally, I always stick to the rule and I'm sure you probably heard, everyone's probably heard it across Instagram saying don't have caffeine past 2 p.m. I, yeah, I've, yeah. Always, I've always sort of kept that mantra, but I've come away yeah. from stem priest. But if I was to say, like, obviously people deal with sh- uh, like shift work or long hours differently, but mm. personally I try and stem away from caffeine past 2 yeah well if you're having caffeine while you're at work anyway you're still going to have some form of caffeine in the system when you're going to gym anyway oh yeah definitely yeah you should be all right but i completely agree i i tend to stay away from caffeine after two maybe three o'clock at a push and then um i'm pretty good well that's that's i only started doing it ever since i say you use the aura ring don't you yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you can sort of do like mini trials. Just yeah, not me. Like, I think I'd done it one time just to see what the, I think I had a coffee at like maybe six, seven o'clock one night just mm. to see what the hell the score difference. You don't realize. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And I was, I was looking at, I was thinking, I thought it was an okay sleep, but mm. 
when you look at the breakdown of say your REM and stuff like that, it's, it's yeah, it makes a big difference. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, because that's that's what's going to um, help with recovery capabilities, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think that's probably something that's quite overlooked as well. Like how how sleep is, especially with doing like the shifts that you do as well. Like night shifts are, are taxing as it is, let alone adding yeah. something into the mix it's gonna mess it up even more. Yeah, definitely. Well, I try and make sleep a priority as much as possible, mm-hmm. especially on my days off. But um, if it's on my work days, I ch- sleep's affected. Don't get me wrong, but I try and have at least at least six hours in that window. I know it's not okay. like oh yeah. I know it's not ideal. And it's normally eight hours, isn't it? But because um, mm. obviously the long. I'm gonna have to be really unprofessional here, and I'm actually gonna have to go for a wee really quick because I'm mate. absolutely busting. <laughs> me, mate, I apologise to anyone listening, but I'm gonna absolutely piss my pants. <laughs> Give me two seconds. Go ahead, no problem, mate. All by myself. Fuck. <laughs> Try and kill some of this dead air noise. So uh, while Max has just gone to the toilet, but um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> as I say, um, anybody who obviously listening to this part, um, as I say, if you want to send any messages that you want us or topics you want to talk about or want us to talk about during the podcast like fire them over to us on our dms and um, our instagram handles are on the cover art of this anyway so Back. yes mate Try to <laughs> I, for the dead for that. I really apologize but <laughs> i've got the bladder of a bitch like <laughs> hey it's all the water in that you drink i'm telling you i swear yeah i know cam needs to lay off for this five liters it just Back. it goes right through me Mate, I'm pissing like fuck. It's like, oh my god. I, well, that's probably why you know last week you were saying I do thirty thousand steps at work. I reckon that's I reckon fifteen thousand, and that's just going to the pisser. I reckon easy, mate, because they're fucking miles away <laughs> from where to work. Yeah, I know. So, so it's like it's, it's they're never just there. You know what I mean? They're just yeah, exactly the same in our place. Extra far away. So, um, yeah. How, what's your approaches with work, and how how do you deal with stuff? And training. Uh, do you know what? Mine's pretty similar to you. I feel like I do shift work as well. But to be fair, I'm quite lucky in the extent that I don't have to do a night shift, and I only work. My mine are only seven hour shifts, so one week is an early shift, which is like six thirty to one thirty. Yeah. And in the late shift is um one thirty till eight thirty p.m. So I'm. I've got quite a cushy shift, really. Like, I can um, sort of manage my time quite well. Like, it's it's not like unreasonable hours. Like, I'm not doing twelve hours like you, and I get break times in between them as well. So, yeah, it's quite easy to get my meals in in like a certain amount of time, and within seven hours, it's probably like two or three meals that I have at work and then the rest are either at home or before I go to work or post workout and stuff like that so it's never too I think you've got it tougher than even though you get like that 
is it six days off? Yeah, six days off. Yeah. Yeah. See, oh, my mine predominantly is Monday to Friday. Like I do the okay. I think I do two Sundays out of the month. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll get like a Thursday and a Friday off at some point. But um, yeah, I think mine's probably a little bit more easily to manage than like it would be like I'm I guessing if you do a 12 hour shift predominantly most of your food is going to have to be consumed within that that time that time yeah Definitely. um yeah mine's mine's pretty pretty like it, it works quite well with like doing the bodybuilding and like stuff like that because my break times are quite evenly spread out like two to three hours yeah it's, it's a bit of it's a bit ridiculous really like people listening are gonna go like you do seven hour shifts and still get free breaks it's like hey, it, it's it's mad but it's all about it just, working smart and not harder exactly that exactly that yeah so i get i get two half an hour breaks in in my 12 hours so i go with 10 and two of um yeah, see, that's, that's not a lot though is it like if you're doing 12 hour shifts it's not a lot like i'm doing a seven hour shift and i'm getting three half hour breaks hey mate take it mate yeah i know i know that's what, that's what about, i feel you know. bad almost man like i'm thinking oh like if i'm i'm preaching as if it's like difficult for like work oh if like I, do your if, work and your bodybuilding thing and i'm not here doing 12 hour shifts mate if i if i if i wanted to i could take three 20 minute breaks because it still yeah. equates to an hour, so yeah. Um, but I two two breaks is enough for me to get all my food. Well, all my food in, and then that I need to get in. So um, yeah. Especially as we start creeping more and more into the off season, and say later down the line when food does start going up a bit more, um, mm-hmm. I need that little bit longer just to scram. <laughs> Because yeah, it gets to yeah, a point yeah, sometimes yeah. where you're like, fucking hell, this is fucking getting a bit tough to eat. Yeah, you're eating for the sake of eating, and then you Yeah, it's just like, you're just chasing the gains, and that's just like, yeah, it's got to go in. Yeah. I think like the, moral, like the moral of the story that we're trying to get at is that even if bodybuilding is your, is your hobby then at work, there is always like, regardless of what shift you do, if it's like a 12 hour like you or a nine to five Monday to Friday or like split shifts like I do, there's always ways to manage it. It's just like what you said. It's like, it's just nailing that routine because obviously you'll have one routine for a day yeah, and then another routine for a night. Mm-hmm. It's just managing that and finding what works best, I think. Yeah, well, that's it. And it, it might take a couple of shifts for people to find out mm. what that is. But once you find that, yeah, that works for me. Just hold yeah. on for for as long, well, for as long as you can. I know obviously circumstances change with what happens in work because problems might mm. arise and stuff like that. But it's about, yeah. I think the worst thing you can do is stress about it. I know, yeah, definitely. I, I know early on in my uh, training and with with cam and stuff i got stressed about maybe not hitting a meal at a certain time and stuff yeah no, exactly the same and it just has a negative effect you can only control what you can do you know as long as you're getting all your planned calories macros in and that day don't stress about it mm-hmm. just, it is what it is because um you can't manage things out of your control but 
as long as you're yeah, still exactly. ticking your boxes, eating your meals and stuff, it's um yeah, you will find that sweet spot. Like it might take a, like a, a couple of different trial and errors of routines, but like eventually you will find that sweet spot, even if it's like like what I just said earlier, like having the two routines, like you obviously have one routine for an early and one routine for a night. Yeah. It's just swapping between the two. Like it's it's doable, like and it's quite easily doable once you find that sweet spot. And I think that's what's that's what uh people sort of fail at straight off the mm. like they do it for say a couple of weeks and they're like, oh I can't do it. You know, you just haven't found yeah. the way which works works for you yet. Just keep plugging away and keep trialing and it could it doesn't matter how long it takes, it just matters that you get there. Uh, and and yeah, where there's a will, there's a way. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And like, mm. I think that's what this sort of teaches you outside of bodybuilding. Well, bodybuilding and training, mm. uh, there's a will and a way to get to places you need. Yeah, see, I think that's the thing that probably annoys me most is that we've obviously we've got friends that are like not into bodybuilding or yeah. they like. Or they, they might go to the gym, but a lot, a lot, I've got a few friends that will say to me, oh, I'd love to go gym like you do, but I just can't find the time. And I think, like, I think they're almost asking for, like, for me to feel sorry for them. But, like, I, my automatic thing is that, like, you're talking shit. Like, yeah, there yeah. is always time. Yeah, you're just not using your time correctly. That's exactly. what it comes down yeah, to. Um, mm. and, and that's not being harsh. And, and that's, that's... Yeah, no, of course. That just comes down to their understanding and how to manage days and like yeah. Prepare. When do you know how to like manage time? The penny just oh, drops. That's it. I, I think that's the big task. I think coaches must deal with you know trying to get mm. people to correctly manage the time because like you don't realize if you've got your you like your set day, like the hours just open up a bit more. I don't know if you find that. Like yeah, no, it does. It definitely does. And like, you're not you're not chasing stuff round. You know what I mean? So um, mm. prepare. You're probably the same as me though. Like even like I know work can be a little bit of a pain in the ass sometimes. With like like what you said, things can go wrong and it might not go quite to plan. But like, I almost find that on a day that I do get off, I can sometimes feel a little bit lost. Like because. Yeah the pair of us have like days so structured around work and training that you kind of know exactly what you're doing. And when it comes around to like, let's say like you get a Thursday off during the week, it's, it'll be like a little bit like, oh. shit, I've got too much time. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you're twiddling your thumbs and that. So, well, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I find myself sometimes, um, I just try and plan out what my next day is. I, for me, I try and work a day in advance um every day yeah so I mean, yeah it massively helps. i'm already thinking what i've already thought what's going on tomorrow and then tomorrow mm. i'll look at the next day like and i i think that's helped me no end especially with work because uh, mm. i know what's to come and be ex or expected so um yeah that's what i think you've now did there like when you do start sort of planning your days in advance like like if you, you already start planning for tomorrow, let's say, then it makes tomorrow so much more of an easier day. Oh yeah. By a mile, by a mile. Mm, if um if it was to give anyone advice, oh, even though you've got today right, oh, 
start thinking about tomorrow and what, what you can do tomorrow yeah. to make your life easier or make your day easier. Right. I'm going to say, I'm going to get up at this time and have this meal. And it's as simple as that. Like, right. Yeah, I'm getting up. And it all just falls into place. Yeah. Well, I, that's it. And I think, especially time in the off season is, mm. is extra valuable. Cause obviously when you're pushing food a little bit higher and, and you chase it, you don't want to be chasing food because it's the worst. Nah, exactly. There's a few times where I'd done it last year and I was like, you're fucking sitting there eating food like every couple of hours and it's a lot of food. And like, Yeah, because it becomes detrimental then because then obviously you start fucking about with like your digestion capabilities. Yeah. And, and with anything with like, when you've got a hobby like you have with bodybuilding or any sort of hobby, when you start fucking with the variables to a point where it's like uncomfortable, then everything else just falls to shit. Yeah. And, and, and it starts to show. Yeah, you know? definitely. And like, um, I know I noticed it a little bit towards the back end of last off season. Like I let my structure go a little bit and yeah. I was like, I just found myself like chasing things and that. But um, yeah, it's easily done. Coming back to prep, like it, it, it's taught me that if I can keep routine throughout the off season, and that's why I'm sort of treating the off season as a prep of sorts. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's so far, it's made my life so much easier, and I'm not even. I'm, I don't think I'm eating a million miles away. Not obviously not not dead close, but I'm not a million million miles away from what I was last off season. And the food's going. Yeah, but I bet it feels already feels like so much easier just because I know we say it all the time and we've we preached it a lot last time. But like, if you've got that routine, it just makes things in anything like in anything in life, it just makes things so much better. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, it's like it is that box ticking as well. So mm, when you've ticked that box, it's that nice sense of relief. It's like, oh yeah, I've done that. Yes, it's a sense, yeah, sense of accomplishment. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So, off-plan meal tonight, is it? It is. It is. That's why I said to you, like, we'll jump on a little bit earlier because last time I didn't realize how long the last podcast was, and I, I come out I... and made you went, "What the fuck you been doing?" <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I've got pizza here. I'm waiting. I'm hungry." So, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't stop it. You can't stop a woman and a pizza. You know, it's yeah, no, yeah, I know about it. I know about. <laughs> I was in the doghouse. But um, now we always do an off-plan meal on a because me and Maisie have both got set rest days. Like yeah. it just it just works a little bit better for our sort of like daily structure. But um, a Sunday is always a rest day, so it's nice to like have an off-plan meal on a Sunday as well as like a little bit more of a relaxed day. Yeah. And then um, it, to me, it's like it's like I always have back and hams on a Monday. Oh, that's my deadlift day. So to me, it's like if I have an off-plan meal, it's like that little bit of extra fuel for that session. Defo, hundred percent. So, uh, oh, deadlifts tomorrow. I do miss them tomorrow. Uh, to be fair, that is like Joe conventional. I fucking love a conventional pull. Yeah, yeah. It's taken me a little while to get used to. I'm not gonna lie, like because I haven't done them for such a long time. It's a bit like I finished. Like I've got a top and a back offset of deadlifts. Yeah, and when I finish, I'm like, fucking hell! I've still got the rest of my sessions to do. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, I, and you still coming sort of out of a prep as well. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like I've come out of a prep and gone straight into conventional deadlifts, but like I'm not pushing it like mad. Like I'm sort of just setting baseline numbers, and it's just them little increments 
I've I'm telling you, mate, that. when that flick, when that flick, uh, switch flicks, mate, you'll be like, this is getting fucking ragged. Yeah, I love that feeling. Well, I'm not quite at that bit yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It's coming, mate. I tell you, you'll yeah, definitely. You'll message me. It happened. The flicks, uh, the switch flick. <laughs> yeah. I'll just jump on the podcast one week, and you'll go like, "Oh, how was training?" I'll go, "Fucking Elcon, that that flick is switched." <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I said that completely wrong as well. That's I know. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was just about to say, but it, it, it nearly caught me out twice, and I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I tried to start that out, but I thought I'm gonna listen to this back, and I'm already gonna hear it. <laughs> I wouldn't have said nothing. I, I was I was waiting for you to say it, but I was like, yeah, you cruel bastard. You was gonna let me leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. Um have you have you got any questions from the- uh I have let me go let me load up my Instagram and see what they said. Load up mine too. I actually right. here we go. I've got I've got a few. So one of them is um one of Cam's clients, his name's CJ Jim two four eight. Yeah, I think I think yeah, you probably you must know him as well. Yeah, I know, I know him. Yeah, yeah, and he has asked, and thanks for the question anyway. I appreciate it. He's put, "What are your current macros slash weekly scale weight increases post show for you both?" Ooh, macros, I don't actually know, and I think you're the same, don't you? Yes, yeah, I think we touched on that last week didn't we like we actually prefer the approach of because i think cam started doing that in prep didn't he, he took yeah. out the macros and the calories away and like i think we said it last week it kind of takes that food stress food. away of knowing like you're not looking at a number and thinking fucking hell my food's well low like and yeah. then i think that can almost translate into your performance in the gym yeah because like even though you're not thinking it it's a maybe something in the back of your mind i'm not on a lot of calories and it just doesn't yeah, give me a chance to start thinking god yeah i feel like shit and like and i know what people people might say are oh, uh I, i'm um oh what's the word i'm trying to think people are you don't look you're not don't look at the number it's not like that um mm. it, it shouldn't affect your training but i don't care who you are if you've seen you're on 1,800 calories. I'm not saying I was on that, by the way. And you yeah. said, you're going to be like, fuck, I haven't got a lot of food to fuel this session. Because for me... The yeah, food- so I'd, I'd be exactly the same. I'm the same as you. Yeah. Well, for me, like, I look at it as um, how I view food is to, for performance and recovery. And that's why I don't yeah, like... Okay. Not, that's why I like not seeing what I'm on now. So mm. at the moment, I don't actually know. I know it's it's... Higher than what I was on in prep, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, in terms of like scale weight, uh, I, how much are you up on the show? Or like, and like, was it like rapid or was it quite a slow approach? So, I'm sure, I'm sure, Cam probably use the same approach with you. He likes to put on a bit of weight straight away just for health and hormones. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I think I'm currently what was I on stage 154. I'm 175 now. Uh, no, 174. Yeah, so I've but I've been 170. I've been between 174 and 176 for about three weeks, maybe. But I'm just trying mm-hmm. to, because 
because of the fluctuations with work and different eating times, it messes yeah. with my scale weight. So yeah. I never have a consistent run at, say, because um, on average, I think me and Cam have worked it out. I lose about two pounds a shift. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, that's mad. A shift. So I think the other week I trained, I, at the start of one block of four, I, I messaged Cam. I was 176. Mm. And I think by the end of the four, I was um, one seventy. I think lost six pound over four days. Yeah, well, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and like that's why as we said, I said at the start, we're trying to consolidate a ways uh, where we're at at the minute, which it, we're currently doing at the minute. So I mm. use an app called Happy Scale. I don't know if anyone else. Yeah, you use the exact same app I use. Um, so my, I'm currently about on average a pound a week at the minute so nothing yeah so that's a good amount yeah it's not but that's only just come down the past couple mm. of days but um as yeah. i say i'm just i'm i'm personally just trying to solidify 175 because i'm actually getting yeah. stronger at 175 so to me yeah, it goes back to what we said earlier if nothing's if 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 you're getting stronger and your body composition still looking like good as it is then there's no need to like make these like silly changes yeah that's it mate um how about yourself mate um so i was i think on stage i was 161 yeah and then i measured i, I measured i weighed myself today and i was 169 so it's not like a not yeah, drastic. It's, not, it's not no it's not drastic i'm like what is it i think today is actually three weeks post show oh nice so I think, I think a lot of that was probably just sort of like water and glycogen anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just sort of been like anywhere between like a pound to two pounds a week putting on, like like according to like my happy scale sort of thing. So I'm yeah. pretty happy with that, to be honest. I, I think I think the good um, average, I think, is is two pound a week, I think. I've, I know I've heard yeah. people and, and Cam say about it a few times, like two pound a week is pretty pretty solid going forward each week. Um, yeah. so but yeah that's that's where I am currently at the minute and with macros and stuff yeah exactly the same I think our answers were going to be pretty similar anyway yeah um, let me have a look for one now um, right what is your current um, interest stack go on I'll let you go first with that so for me, I'm currently using uh, supplement needs. Uh, I don't know what it is with them. I I, I really rate their products. Um, yeah, no, they do. Like, like, I think that like if you just look at their panels and that, and the ingredients that go into it, I think they're sort of like they're leading the market in my. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And like, so I have fifty grams of cluster dextrin, twenty grams mm-hmm. EAA. Five grams creatine, ten grams glutamine, is it? Yeah, glutamine, and two grams of salt with three hundred mils of coconut water. Oh no, that's a good little intro there. Yeah, so the reason for the coconut water is help with hydration and just trans transports a bit of as along with the salt transports a bit of um, nutrients, especially when I'm training. And plus dextrin's just um, just added carbs so 50 grams is 200 
think it's about 200 yeah. cal. Besides, uh, either does it digest so well. Oh, yeah. And like it feels you during your sessions as well. So, yeah, that's, exactly. That's my current stack. Yeah, but I've, mine's the same. I normally go for the um, supplement needs intra as well. But at the moment, I just, I run out. So I just went to like my local supplement shop and I got that. Um, is it CMP? The loaded? Oh, yeah. Black one. And Black. I pick, yeah, yeah, I picked one up and it was Percy Pig flavor. You know, like them sweets that you get from M&S? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's that flavor and it's bang on. It tastes exactly like that. It's actually like, I don't, like a lot of interests don't normally like, there's a few that are really nice, but like, you yeah. know, you get some and they're like, oh, like this ain't that nice. Yeah, but, um, yeah. This one's been really good, but mine's in and around the same sort of areas as you. I think mine's 30 grams of cyclic dextrin, 20 EAA, and then just creatine, glutamine, and pink salt. Yes, staple creatine, the most anabolic thing we can use. That's as it. That's, that's the, <laughs> yeah. We're not even, we're not natty because we take creatine. Yeah, we take creatine. Have you had this anabolic fucking knocky yet? What? Have you had the anabolic gnocchi yet? Oh, the thingy. Oh, do you know what? I fucking, I was saying this wrong for ages. I went into a shop once, right? And I went, yeah. oh, excuse me, you got any gnocchi? Gnocchi? <laughs> she went, the bird went, what are you going on about? I said, gnocchi. I said, it's like a fucking pasta, isn't it? And she was like, oh, gnocchi. I was, I, was, I was thinking, why the fuck would you put a G in front of it if it's not pronounced like that? Look at them Italians for you, didn't it? Silent. Yeah, I know, but um, no, I, I actually had that um, last off season when food was getting high. Like it yeah. goes down so well. Have you Does not it? had it yet? Nah, not yet. Uh, I wouldn't even don't even bother using it yet. When you get like sick of like rice and potato and that, switch over to that, and you won't believe like volume wise how little amount of of um, knocky you get compared to like rice. Rice and that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you start getting into them like 150 grams of dry weight rice, like that's a lot of rice, but yeah, it's like a quarter of the portion when you go to Noki. So, Noki, when when food's getting tough, mate, it's getting put in. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, (laughs) go for that. Defo. Um, I'll go through, I've got three more questions. Yeah, go ahead. If that's all right, we'll go through with them. Uh, the next one from AYGB, which is just a friend from school. Yeah. And he's put, what series of events slash or event made you decide to start training? Ooh. So for me, um, not to go deep, like, so mm. um, I, I, used to, I used to love the sessions and that. Um, yeah. I should do when you're younger than that, like. Yeah, of course. I was just. I was just out one night, um, and I, I got I got hit on the sly, and um, I had a bleed on the brain and that. And oh I was, shit! Yeah, it was like that could have gone. I woke up in the hospital. I was like, "What the, what the hell's going on? Like, uh, why am I here?" Yeah, that's mad. And um, I was like, "I need to change something." So that mm. that's my my main reason. Why I started like not to take it down with you could like potentially not even be here. Oh yeah, well that that's what was through my mind. So that's why I started saying scary, isn't it? And like I don't I don't I don't bring it up to people like but uh, 
I was mm. like, that's my... But that's just a particular moment that was like, yeah, I need to sort my shit out. Yeah, like, because, you know, I used to go out... I used to go out loads, and it was just like... Mm. Not, 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 not... I still go out now, but, like, mm. I don't go... Not unlike I was, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. It's just what you do when you're younger, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's it. So, what's, mm. what's yours, mate? Do you know what? I don't even, like... Well, I definitely don't have anything that can sort of, like, match up to that. Not that I'd want it to, but, like, yeah. it's just... I think I just, like... My pal was just like, do you want to go to the... Like, sign up to a gym? And I was like, yeah, why not? And then I think... I sort of signed up to a gym and I never really looked back. I like, I just liked the, it kind of worked hand in hand with like, because when you're younger and you like to go out a lot. Yeah. Like if you go, I used to do the standard, go out, like go to the gym, then go out. And I'd feel better in myself. Like, I think like if you train, you just tend to have like a little bit more confidence in yourself anyway. So I kind of just followed on from that really. Yeah. Oh, nice. Let's say like I, once I started, I just fell in love with it. As I say, yeah, exactly that. You do, process. and it's the people I meet. I think that's a big one. You know, yeah, like yeah, definitely being around like-minded individuals. It's absolutely massive. Mm, you know, yeah, you, you feed off that. Like, I know, I know, mm. we haven't personally met like face to face, like, but if mm. you, you feed off that energy, like Camus, he's just started a, a prep now. You feed mm. off that energy, and like, yeah, no, you do. You know, it's motivating. It's motivating as, as fuck, like. Yeah, so. like, that's, that's what I mean. That's the weird thing is that we've never actually met face to face, but you was probably one of the, like, the most supportive people that I had throughout prep, just from like, you know, just the occasional message on Instagram, like, oh, how's it going? Oh, you look awesome, blah, blah, blah. Like, them sort of things go a long way. And I think there's not many sort of hobbies in that, like, like, well, like with Jim, that you get that support with. Well, that's it. And like, Loads of people say it like that's what it brings people together. Like, you know, we're living on different ends of the well, different ends of the country and that, and mm. we're doing we both do something that that we love and we we're supportive of each other and that, and that's what's sick. And you need that, especially like when you're going through the depths of a prep, like uh, of a prep. Yeah, important. Um. Right then, I, someone's put a would you rather question. Oh, go on. I love these. <laughs> Would you rather eat an ounce of someone's hair or drink an ounce of someone's piss? Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd probably go for the piss. Would you? Yeah, because well, if you get a hair in your mouth, it's just disgusting. Like, you might get a pube. Yeah. yeah. Like, imagine how, at least with like, what was it? Like an ounce of piss. I can just net that. Oh. I'll, I'll hold my nose and I'll neck it. <laughs> but but like with bit... hair, how do you even eat hair? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just gonna like, be like spaghetti in it. Get it wrapped yeah. around on your fork. Oh fuck that! No, fuck that. <laughs> but... There's no way I'm eating hair. All right, then what? What if the piss is like proper dehydrated piss? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, well, like I'm broke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? I'm still going for the piss. I'm still going for the piss. I can quite easily like drink something like that. Like I can just hold my nose and just guzzle that back. Whereas hair, like I'm worried about choking the lot. Like that's that's just that's not digesting well. That's just not. Can you imagine your turnout after eating an ounce of hair? 
Chin air balls. Oh man, don't. You know, it's just probably just gonna like dangle. Like, <laughs> you're not gonna get that clean drop. It's just gonna <laughs> hold on for your life. <laughs> oh, fuck that. To be fair, I think yeah, it, it's gotta be the piss, Annie. As you say, yeah, I'll, I would do fucking shoe hair. Like, it's bad enough when I get a hair, like, one of my beard hairs in my mouth, and I'm like, what the fuck's that? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, God. no, yeah, I'd go for the piss, 100%. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, I've got a quick, I've got two questions from Jack Adams, and he actually watched a po- podcast last week. I think he tagged us in. Yeah, yeah. The typical Costa and podcast, which is... Ellie like Combo, a, by the way. Yeah, that is, definitely. He has asked, I'll do both because he's put ideal macros for off-season and prep. And then the last question is, which is kind of ideal for you, because he's put, would you do any different classes in competitions? Um, so the first question is, what are the um, perfect, did you say perfect macros? Yeah, ideal macros for off-season and prep. Very relative. I, I don't think yeah, there is exactly. an ideal. I think nah. that is just very dependent on your training performance, uh, recovery capabilities, um, and that's forever changing, even in mm. an off season and a prep. Regardless, I don't, I don't know many people who stay on the same food throughout, as in numbers yeah, wise. Nah, I think if you're if you don't have a coach, I think like a, a general sort of answer to that is as cliche as it sounds is you probably want to find like your maintenance calories so like it falls down to obviously weighing yourself every day using an app like happy scale if you're eating a certain amount and the same sort of foods every day and your weight isn't increasing or decreasing then you know you've sort of found your maintenance calories and then you can probably maybe like add or subtract 500 calories from that and then from there it's just increments yeah, well, that's it. And, um, obviously, it's very dependent on what you're weighing at the minute. So yeah, I know exactly. there's a lot of... Um, the best way to start is, for what I would say is, obviously, if, if you can afford to get a coach and they'll help you teach that sort of way and yeah, understand definitely. where your actual maintenance is. But if you want to do it yourself, um, I know there's a, a, a good few calculators online that will help yeah. give you a very good starting point and break down your macros. Um, mm. It's normally, um, see, it's all based on your activity levels and what you do throughout the day, what work you do, even that, like what you yeah, do. See, that's why you can't work. say if there's like an ideal macros because it's, it, is, like it, is. Said, it all depends on the variables. Yeah, that's it. And it's it's very, I say very dependent. So tough one to question, uh, tough one to answer because it's never going to be the same. But good question yeah. though. Got got get get Yeah, it. no, it is definitely. Um and the second one was is is it's just it literally just says different classes in competitions, question mark, which I'm assuming what I'm taking as is that obviously we both done men's physique. Would you yeah. consider doing a different class? So for me. I I will be doing a different class. Yeah. When is when I've got enough muscle to do that other class because I've got yeah, exactly some that. size to play uh, 
dance with the big boys like. But um, what I'd say is um, choose a class that inspires you most. Like, yeah. I know when I first started training, I was looking up to people like Ryan Terry and um, mm. Christian Guzman, and, and he's all done men's physique. So I... Yeah, yeah they're, they're very stereotypical physique guys, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. And, like, that's why I chose men's physique. It was something mm. that I followed quite closely. And then, obviously, mm. as of got into bodybuilding a lot more and stuff and understand that understood there's many classes. Um, I've decided to try my hand in, um, in bodybuilding. So novice would yeah. be next for me. Um, as I say, um, I think in the UK, the FBA, you can, you can compete in two classes. So you can do men's mm-hmm. physique and bodybuilding if you wanted to. So, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, all by means, just choose a class and run with it. And or yeah, what, it's, it's what just personal preference, really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And like, it's up to you if you want to. Do you want to get on stage and do the men's physique poses, or do you want to do the mm. bodybuilding pose? Because there's poses that I like from both. You know, mm. um, I think with the UK DFBA, I'm not too sure with two bros. You do. You, they've just started doing some bodybuilding poses, so like I done front mm. double. And back double. Yeah, uh, see, I really like that. Abs and ab shots as well. Obviously, not the fives because they're covered in shorts, but mm. you can still, I'd still do it because I just wore a tighter short. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can oh. still see the shape, can't you? Yeah, that's it, mate. So, um, yeah, defo, just go for one which you want to um, really get stuck into and really find out of passion. Yeah, I think it's dependent on sort of like your body shape as well, though, because some people might have like a more of like, like obviously I train with um, Lee. Yeah. And he's like the height difference between me and him is like quite drastic. Like he's five, six and I'm uh, six foot. So our shapes are like he, to me, he's like more bodybuilding because he's got that more sort of, Boxed off like waist, yeah, yeah, large arms, big legs. It like it, it suits him to be like that bodybuilder look. Whereas I'm quite tall, small waist, broader shoulders, yeah, and got like, that physique blow. probably. Yeah, but yeah, it sort of it just it, physique suits my body shape. Yeah, so I, I say it's just about playing. I'll try hitting a few different poses in the gym and see what yeah. you think and. If you if you like the look and say this pose and stuff, um, that's what I'd go and do, um, personally. Mm. So, um, well, the easy answer is for both of them questions is invest in a coach, and they'll tell you exactly what you want for both of them. <laughs> definitely, definitely. That's that's why I that's why I invested, mate. So they they help me. Yeah, exactly. As I say, enjoy it, mate. Like, go after it and and love the process. Um, yeah. I'm not too sure how long we've been on for. And I know you're going. Wow. Wow. I think we're probably looking at about an hour, like an hour or so. Oh, sound. It's good. It's a good time. Um, as I say, yeah, do you want to sort of wrap it up? Because I know you're going out for a half-plan meal and stuff, aren't you? So Yeah, I've got five guys screaming my name. Oh, mate. I can't wait to see the photos. I'm in, an, I'm in another room and I can already feel Maisie's eyes burning into the back of my head. So I want me five guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh. Yeah, I think that's probably a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, definitely. As as I say, um, thanks for everyone 
who's tuned in again this week. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, as I say, if you can like, share everywhere you can, which is trying to build something that um is relatable and everyone can come and listen to and and enjoy. Like um, any questions, DM DM us both. We're we're happy to help as much as we can. Um, and any topics really. And I know we touched on it when. Uh, Max, I went for his loo break and that, but any questions or topics you want us to cover or uh, fire them in and we, we can get them sorted and get something together for you. Yeah, no, that'd be wicked. As I say, it's yeah, so... same as Connor. Thanks everyone for listening. It's much appreciated. And if, yeah. yeah, like what he said, if you can like, share and subscribe, it'd be much appreciated. Yeah, thanks everyone. And we uh, hope to see you next week. So that's it, same time you. next week. Yeah, that's it, mate. Catch you soon. 67. Rami.